The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So as we start, as I start this five-day five series, the focus of this week, I can say the theme is mindfulness of thinking. And I think of it as building on last week's theme, the seven days we had on mindfulness of breathing. And um, thinking is uh, a hugely important part of human life and certainly should be respected and hopefully also appreciated. Uh, They, I mean, thinking is the product of thinking is all around us. Civilization is a product of people's thoughts and what their, their ideas they had and designs they had, inventions they had. And uh, much of what we see in the so-called civilized world is, uh, is came through the vehicle of someone who was thinking about something. Uh, sometimes for great benefit and sometimes not for such great benefit. And um, without thinking, we would not be able to navigate the world, take care of ourselves, be safe, um, make a life for ourselves, be in rich relationships with people. So thinking is an important part of life, but uh, uh, it's also a place of tremendous suffering. It's uh, thinking is... uh, can be quite deleterious. Uh, the stories we tell ourselves, the the um, judgments we tell ourselves, uh, some of them are quite debilitating, are quite undermining of our vitality and our joy and our happiness. And some of them are quite great fear, some of them depression, discouragement, all kinds of things. So to learn about how to be mindful of thinking so to begin both not to be caught in the grip of thinking and to be able to see with greater clarity, but also to be able to think more clearly or more wisely uh, in, in a beneficial ways is one of the products, byproducts of mindfulness practice. So this week I'll focus on mindfulness of thinking. And, uh, and uh, as a beginning of this that provides kind of the orientation or provides the material that we're working with and really to see clearly what it is we're working with when we're doing mindfulness of thinking. The, um, The first step is to clearly recognize that you're thinking. And there's something tricky about thinking that it's, sometimes it doesn't really want to be recognized. It's almost as if thinking sometimes is so concerned with its own thoughts, its own ideas, that it just wants to kind of be left alone so we can just kind of gallop off or do the thinking fully or say it differently, that sometimes thinking is so alluring, so captivating, so commanding that it just seems like it's easier just to kind of wander off in the thought and just think think away than it is to step back and recognize, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. There can even be a protest in the mind that uh, 
the thinking is really important. I have to think this. I can't just step back and and uh, and recognize that I'm thinking. Uh, everything needs to be there in the thinking. I have to be fully involved, and I have to think this and and gallop off we go. And so it can be uh, even sometimes quite disconcerting and disorienting uh, to really learn the art of stepping back in the mind or getting the overview enough of the mind to be able to see, oh, this I'm thinking, and I'm thinking about planning, or I'm thinking about remembering, or I'm thinking fantasy, or thinking about my resentments, whatever it might be, that um, uh, I'm, I'm having a conversation in my mind with people. I'm uh, repeating the same conversation I had with my friend last week over and over and over again, kind of to understand what happened, to come back with a better answer, but I'm having a conversation. Um, and to step back, I, I like this language of stepping back, uh, it's kind of a metaphor, kind of you of you're in a crowd of people and you step out of the crowd for a little bit, enough, three, four, ten feet away, and then you look back and there's a whole different relationship to the people kind of involved in a heated conversation that you were part of the heat just a moment ago. But by stepping back, you can, you're not in it and you can watch it and see that it's there. So mindfulness of thinking, this clear recognition, is not meant to be, in and of itself, is not meant to be a dismissal of thinking or a denial of thinking, but it is meant to wake up clearly to the fact, I am thinking, thinking is happening now, um, and not kind of be pulled into the stickiness of thinking or the compulsion of thinking over and over again. Because for many people, that's what they spend their life doing. Uh, for many people, before they do any kind of mindfulness practice, I think that uh, thinking is given free reign and we just think whatever we think and we wander off and the mind just does what it's things, what it, what it does. And sometimes we just follow along. We're kind of like pulled by the nose by our thoughts and the mind thinks and we follow along and, and uh, without any thought about it. I've met people for whom mindfulness of thinking, recognizing that they're thinking, is completely foreign idea. They have no clue how to do that. And um, and so whether it's that, that challenging or whether you can get some handle on the fact that you're thinking, I think that um, to begin to um, develop the skill, a little bit of strength in in recognizing what you're thinking when you're thinking of it is really foundational to all the other aspects of mindfulness of thinking that develops the mindfulness, the meditation, helps us deep and deeper and deeper in the practice. And so um, one of the very simple exercises to do is um, uh, tell yourself what you're thinking. Uh, you know, with uh, it can be with... Uh, uh, you know, inner voice, uh, or it can even be if you're alone, maybe, say it out loud to yourself. <clears throat> I'm thinking about lunch. I'm thinking about the news that I just read. I'm thinking about what my plans are. I'm thinking about my fantasies. I'm thinking about uh, my complaints. I'm thinking. Um, and sometimes by kind of like someone, like as if someone was asking you, what were you thinking just now? Then sometimes you can that kind of kind of 
uh, I, I want to say gross, uh, maybe that's not the best word, that kind of um, a very general uh, course, maybe, uh, form of thinking that just simply names what's there to yourself, um, independent of trying to meditate, develops a skill of learning to, oh, that's what I'm thinking about, that's what I'm thinking about. Uh, I know a Buddhist teacher who, uh, when people come to him and say that they have a lot of repetitive thinking uh, and they can't stop doing it, he uh, asks them to count every time they do it through the day. And so then they come. Uh, some people have come back to him and said, wow, uh, I came to some high number, like 325 times. I kept thinking the same thing. And after the 326th time, I said, this is ridiculous. Somehow it broke the trance or broke the, the stickiness, uh, the compulsion around it. Wow, this is phenomenal, this many times. And um, so that's another way of recognizing, uh, you know, just count. Okay, here I am, thinking about sex again. One, two, three. Maybe that's enough and after that you stop. Or maybe it's a lot more. Or maybe it's some other thing, the resentments, resentments you have over and over and over again. And see how many times through a day such th- these kinds of thoughts uh, go on. And um, and uh, and it's kind of also like taking an inventory of what we're thinking. And uh, because if you get to, if you start doing it, start recognizing and seeing how repetitive they are and how often there are certain like top themes that's very instructive. Like, what are the top three things you think about through the day? Many times, you know, people just kind of go kind of sailing along in their thoughts without any reflection about it, and they have no idea that they're thinking the same thing over and over again, or that there's three major themes that keep revisiting over and over again. One of the advantages of being on a retreat, meditation retreat, because of the heightened attention to the present moment and the attempt to try to be you know, focusing on the breath, for example, um, people tend to notice their thinking a lot more. And it's a, a shock to some people to discover some of the common themes of their thoughts, that they had no idea how many of the thoughts were fear-based. And until they actually started getting kind of an inventory, kind of a sense of the frequency in which, wow, it's happening again, it's happening again. And... Um, and it's not like bad news to learn this about oneself. Uh, it's actually a part of growing. Uh, it's happening anyway. And so rather than not knowing it, which is kind of dangerous, it's actually healthy and healing and beneficial to start recognizing what is it about your thoughts? What's happening with them? So um, uh, one of the things we can learn when you start doing this kind of exercise is the attitudes we have about our thinking. And some people have adversarial relationships of thoughts. Some people are afraid of their thoughts. Some people feel uh, really um, uh, uh, like the important thoughts are like more of the most important things going. Some people's relationship to thinking is that they're, they're a form of entertainment. And so they're very happy to think because so they can get entertained. Uh, Some people, it's an antidote to boredom or antidote to stress is to go into the entertainment center of the thinking mind. And and some people's attitude is that we shouldn't be thinking. Um, I I once was uh, on retreat with another Buddhist teacher. We were practicing, both of us, 
and he was a senior teacher to me. I was I wasn't a teacher myself yet, and um, and uh, uh, there was an occasion for a little conversation, and I started. Uh, I was going to ask for some advice about something. I forget what it was. Um, might might have been about being at the meditation center, and I started my sentence. What do you think about? And he didn't let me go any further. And he just looked at me and said, I try not to think. <laughs> and uh, and I kind of thought, that's, well, maybe on retreat, maybe that's okay. But I thought that was a strange answer, I thought. That um, I, we don't have to be adversarial with thoughts. It's wonderful to have thoughts quiet and get still. It's wonderful to discover the deeper layers of how the mind works that is obscured by a lot of discursive thinking. But... Um, but so, anyway, so the point being, you can sometimes, as we start getting a handle and seeing what our thinking is about, and we also start noticing our attitudes and beliefs about our thinking as well. So I would encourage you for the next 24 hours, uh, as you go about your day, um, uh, start uh, recognizing uh, what you're thinking about, recognizing your thoughts, recognize that you're thinking and uh, you can maybe put a stopwatch on for every minute <laughs> that re- beeps and just say, oh, okay, that's what I was thinking. Or maybe you have a little journal you with you and you just write down every few minutes you know, what you were thinking about. Or you just say it to yourself, oh, okay, I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about that. And you might also spend some quality time actually thinking about your relationship to thinking. Maybe talk to friends about what they've discovered about thinking or about your, what you're discovering about your thinking. So this kind of uh, high-end kind of overview of thinking as it goes along uh, is it will be good preparation for the next four days as we go kind of deeper and deeper into this topic. And and the background of all this is the idea that I had offered in the meditation session that um, if we can have a clear, calmer recognition of ourselves thinking, then sometimes the thinking begins to settle itself. And so part of this developing the skill to recognize thinking is so that we can use a calm, still uh, awareness, uh, recognition of thinking to help quiet and settle the thinking mind. Partly so that we can see more clearly and partly so we can think more clearly. So... um, I hope you enjoy this, and I hope in the the, pro- the byproduct or the one of the results of this week around thinking is that um, you become friends with your thinking, and your thinking becomes a, your own friend. So thank you.